Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. You mentioned having a young child right now. And I think uh, uh, something we all struggle with is we love coaching and we love being with our players. We love the time. I don't like necessarily the, the word, the grind. If it's, if you enjoy it, yeah, if you love like it, then it's, it's, I don't feel like I'm grinding ever. I feel like it's just, this is fun, but what is that? How do you balance, you know, coaching with that family life and giving them the attention that they need also? I stopped trying to have balance. I don't think it's possible to be, uh, have excellence in either one of those things. If you have a balance, I really don't. Um, especially in basketball. Uh, if you're a basketball coach, um, you know, we choose to do it. I get it. But, man, we miss all the good holidays. Yeah. We go we go over both semesters of school. You know, whether you're high school or college, we got kids that got to be eligible both semesters. You're missing all the holidays that have majors that, you know, that Hobby Lobby puts out decorations for. Um, so I stopped trying to have a balance. And I started surrounding myself with people that can find the rhythm of a season. Okay. Like, you know, right now, um, you can spend a little bit more time because we're not traveling as much. So I've got to take advantage of that time then. And it's never 50, 50. If you're going to have excellence, there's just, it's just not going to happen. So you surround yourself with people that get that and that value uh, quality over quantity. But if, if, if you're, if you're trying to, you know, and when and maybe it's just the form of the word. The balance is a bad word because that means 50-50. You know, balance means this. I just I don't think there's ever been people that have achieved excellence in any field that would probably tell you that they, they had a complete balance when it came to those things. So yeah, I mean, we we ask our players to sacrifice and yeah. to give everything. It would make sense that if we're trying to be the best that we could be or excellent, that we kind of have to do the same. Yeah. So stop. Stop Stop beating yourself up over it. It's part yeah. of that, too. You yeah. know, that that came from talking to some people in sports uh, psychology and mental performance. You know, I think we all beat ourselves up over that. You know, I've, I've, I got a text since we've been here talking, you know, how close are you to coming home? And if I sit here and I beat myself up over that, then I'm going to say, I'm not going to be as good for you on the next 25 or 30 minutes, however long we do this. Yeah. But instead I say, I'm still on you. Oh, cool. I can't wait to hear it. You find somebody in your in your world, and if they're not in your world, if they're not doing that, you got it wrong. And it's as hard as that is to say, then you've got to, you've got you as the coach have to do something, you know, and that's where I always tell everybody, if, if you haven't read five languages of love, the five love languages by Gary Chapman, and that's the book, right. That's got to have that on that. your, you yeah. got to have that on your shelf, man. That's, that has got to be number one, because if you don't know how to give that love language to the people around you, and it's going to be different for every single person. My daughter is way different than my oldest son, my two youngest kids. As long as I get home in time to watch some cocoa melon, uh, and 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 throws and throw the golf ball around and, and throw him some baseballs, he's two. And the one year old, as long as I just see him before he falls asleep, it'll be a win. Nice. Um, but you stop beating yourself up over those moments when you can't be there all the time, um, and try to strive. I think striving for as close to a balance as you can get. But really, I found when that uh, sports uh, mental health person told me your your mental health's not going to be very good. If you keep striving for that, as many hours and the things, the requirements 
that that the job you've chosen to do, uh, you're you're not you're not gonna a you're not gonna be doing it very long, and b you're not even gonna be happy doing it while you're doing it. Right. I see all these coaches walking around all the time that are always just miserable. I'm like, your team's winning every game, man. Why are you not? If you can't enjoy it now, how miserable are you when you lose that one or two? So. Um, I say all the time is if, if you can't get on that bus and tell whether we won or lost, if you can, if you get on that first step of that bus and I treat you differently, whether we won or we lost, then stop getting on this bus. Yeah, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Yeah. You're resulting. That's an anti, a great anti do uh, topic. Uh, but yeah. um, if you're that way, I think you're doing it for the wrong reasons again. And if you're more importantly, the beating yourself up piece of that, not what it's the way that you internalize it internally, beat you, you, you start to neglect one of the two, uh, and then you beat yourself up over it. And you're just compounding the effect. So, um, you know, you ask for a behavior or a technique on how it helps. And I think that it's a cliche, but, you know, be present. Like when I'm there, I'm there. Yeah. Like when I'm with them and I'm there, I'm, I'm in the, I'm in play mode. Uh, you're able you know, to disconnect. Yeah. Yes. And, and, and if I don't, if I have to reconnect, it's rare. Yeah. And they know and they understand. And the, again, with, you know, uh, Mr. Recruits call the other night. Well, that was okay because she knows I got a one year old and a two year old. And the next day it was fine because they know that about me. If they don't know that about me, they don't trust that I would answer when I can. It could affect it. Mm-hmm. So, and if it does affect, if that recruit is mad about that, then they probably shouldn't come here, you know, that type of thing. So, I think we've got to let go of that as coaches. I think you've got to be very, but again, if you write these things down and you share these things with everybody and everybody knows what they are, I think you you stand an opportunity to at least achieve that rhythm that we're talking about. You know, if you if you try to talk to me about basketball during the summer, I might stiff arm you. You know, if I'm on the golf course, I want to talk about movies or something on Netflix or, you know, something other than what we're going to, you know, how's the team looking? I, I don't know. Uh, seen him in a month, you know. Uh, have you have you seen that new Netflix series? I bet you get some looks. You get some oh, looks yeah. from that. What do you I mean do you don't? What do you mean you don't know? Like yeah, I don't. I, I, that's an okay thing to say. Oh, coach, thank thank you so much for sharing that. I think yeah, I think I just uh, got a little lighter from hearing that. I, I bet there's some coaches that you know when when they listen to this will that man maybe there's just one that. <laughs> needed to hear it and man what a cool what a cool thing so thank you for that yeah you bet yeah shared it it left there you know we talked about that at the beginning of this so i learned that somewhere and it left there and passed it on because i know it changed me it changed the way i approach things it changed uh the happiness um in coaching the happiness and the in-betweens at home and all those things in between i want to make sure i hit this because you've mentioned multiple books and that you early on that you read quite a bit what are some habits that you have with reading? Is it just whenever you have the time, you grab something? Or because or, I just, I'm always fascinated again with people's uh, successful coaches, leaders, daily habits. So what do you yeah. do there? I, you know, I didn't ever read uh, until I was about 40. I'd, I was just against it. I was bad at it. I read at a poor comprehension level. I uh, didn't retain anything. And I got embarrassed when I took a reading test to find out how um, uneducated I was. Uh, and I didn't want to stay that way. So I started reading one minute a day. I read one minute one day. And then the next minute I read two minutes. I got a little egg timer out. Now, every time you come in my office, I've got, uh, hourglasses everywhere in my office, but 
I, I read one minute one day and two minutes the next and three the next. And I did that for 30 days uh, because I'd read. <laughs> that takes 31 days to make a habit, which I've learned now is not really the truth, but sure. it's a good myth. It takes what it takes. Yeah, it takes what it takes. Defense wins championships. Um, <laughs> so I started just building the habit of reading, finding the time, finding. And then on day 31, I read 30 minutes for 30 straight days. And then I just read when I had time. And I increased my reading vocabulary by, um, I went from about, I got up to 964 words a minute at one point in time after being at 48 words a minute, which was below the eighth grade reading level. So as a 40-year-old, but, um, you know, now I listen to podcasts, which I count as reading. And we have this argument all the time. Does that count? Does that count as reading? It counts. You know, books on tape, it counts. Yeah. You know, it counts as reading. But I still physically touch a book. I have a book in my backpack. I have a book by my bedside. I have a book in every bathroom. I'm reading multiple books at a time. I usually have one that I just stick with and I'm trying to read start to finish cover to cover. And it's usually something that's not even, you know, it's probably, you know, something, some uh I read a, a children's book about Muhammad Ali the other day because somebody had bought it for my son and I was fascinated by it. So I read it cover to cover, but I don't read very many books cover to cover, but uh, short chunks. Uh, I always try to have one handy in case I get a five or a 10 minute stretch, you know, where I can that 10 minutes in between landing and taking off on planes that, you know, five minutes before we uh, are, are headed out on the bus to do something. I like to have a book handy. If not, I try to have some podcasts queued up. Uh, some books on tape to listen to, but, but you're okay with you again, kind of like letting go and and, and taking uh, some of the pressure off yourself. You're okay with not finishing one when you start it. Oh no, there's a lot of books I I think look good. They get me because the cover's nice or the first the the, the jacket's really good. Um, and then I did that for about. I used to just go to Barnes and Noble and buy everything that came out that day or Amazon when I lived in Seattle. I'd buy every book that came out and and that was a waste of money. It was a waste of time. And then there's this app called Blinkist that's out there that'll give you about a 15 minute little short synopsis of each book. And mm. it makes me now, if, if I like that 15 minutes, I'll go buy the book and get deeper into it. But uh, you have to read everything. I don't think you can just pick one book a year and that be the story you believe um, and, and you go with it. Um, so you have to read a lot. You have to expand. It is without a doubt. I will, uh, you know, I'll, I will, uh, I'll die on this hill that at our age, uh, reading is the only way you can get closer to people that are smarter than you, hmm. uh, that you might never meet in person, uh, that you might expand some things. You're not going to meet that many new people in your life at our age. You're not going to hear that many new stories. Uh, if you're just constantly doing exactly what you've been doing, uh, for the previous years. So uh, meet the people you meet, the books you read and the podcasts you listen to and uh, what you take from that, the things you write down and, and put into application. Uh, for a number of years there, I was really just, all I did was I was, uh, I read every opportunity I got. And then I met Buzz Williams and he said, well, you need to start writing stuff down too. You need to read for every book you read. You need to write a book's worth of stuff. And that was a brilliant piece of advice because you put those things into application you don't you're not just reading about them now you're going to do some stuff too so i haven't we, read as many books that a little bit explain yeah. that a little bit well if all you do is read a book and you get done with it you put it down you go to the next book yeah you know, because you want to say well i read five books this month that's cool to tweet out about or whatever and you know humble brag or whatever that is called but um if you don't take some notes on that book or write how that book applies to your situation your team your 
whatever. Or it, a lot of times it just wormholes down someplace else. Um, so, you know, a piece of notebook paper and a pencil or a, a, a good pen sitting there. When you finish a book, the next thing I, I try to do for the next day or two is, is write some things down that I will remember about that book or that book inspired me to put into application and trying to find balance in my professional and uh, off the court life or with my teams or with just anything. Um, if you don't take time to write it down, if you just move to that next book, you do what that next book says and that becomes the next big thing. You know, I think, I think John Gordon is one of the, the most popular writers of the last 15 or 20 years. But if I hear about a team reading energy bus right now, they're on my list. I'm going to try to play them next year. Cause that book's been out for a while now. They should be reading his newer books. Yeah. They're just now reading energy bus, man. They're five books behind eight books behind 10 books behind. So, uh, the danger of one story is very picking out. I, people always will ask, "Hey, I want my team to read a book. What book would you recommend?" I don't, I don't have a very good answer usually. Um, they need to read multiple. Have each person read something they want to read, and then share it with everybody. It, multiply your experiences. So I, I do think reading, though, or listening to podcasts, learning—it's it's just another reading is another form of learning. If you're so set in your ways that you're so stubborn that you're just not willing to learn anything. Let's play November fifteenth next year if we if we could you know that's that's where I land with that. We got a good list going of things, uh, uh, reasons why you'll you'll play pick it. a team. Yeah. You that's got right. more that you want to rattle off? Uh, I, I, I'll keep them to me and you. We'll share those uh, privately. I don't want to get too many of them out there because <laughs> your, your opponents. I, I, I mean, it hits, yeah, hypothetically, yeah, it hits. if they listen to this, they go, "Hey, yeah, yeah I do all these things." Man. Yeah, we, I just we just ran the star drill today, and we're just finished. The, yeah, I, it's I know there's there's a few more that we have on the list that are they're fun to come up with, but. Um, you know, I've lost some of those teams too, so it's not an exact science. Uh, I got, I got one. I'll share. Can I share <laughs> with you? Uh, yeah. Uh, and this is more at the high school level because okay. I mean, we only have 15 minutes to warm up. Right. Defensive drills and warm ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good <laughs> one. Every time I, every time we see it, no, I'm, 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 slide some of my buddies, yeah, yeah assistant so. coach out there pounding the ball, slide, slide, oh, while mm. my guys are down there just draining threes, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but I always lead over to my assistant, and be like, "When you, we got a chance, coach, yeah, don't do that." <laughs> yeah. And on the on the flip side of it, people that put that run actions that they're going to run in the game, like. There's a couple of times we didn't have time to scout. And I'm like, coach, I got what they're going to be. They're going to be running a bunch of this. Yeah, be prepared. Uh, they be prepared. Spent, yeah. They just spent 40% of their warm-up time doing this. Yeah. yeah, we better be ready for, you know, a woo cut. I learned a woo cut meant they were going backdoor and it saved us six points because every time we heard woo, I knew it was going to be a, a backdoor cut. So, um, no, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, anybody that does defensive slides and uh Don't and do it. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti Podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.